On today's Countdown to Eternity, Pastor James Cadiz and Monkey sit down and discuss what may be one of the most reprehensible and dark comments ever made by the Pope. We'll talk about the far-reaching repercussions of what was said and what it means for the coming Antichrist as well. Well, hello, my dear brothers and sisters. We want to welcome you to another episode of Countdown to Eternity. And folks, we've got quite the episode planned for you. Now, I got to tell you this. I'm just going to prep you for it, right? A little bit of a spoiler alert. Get ready to get bothered, okay? Now, look, I promise you we will come to an encouraging conclusion, but this one is disturbing beyond belief. And before we get into this headline, because it's going to center around one headline that came out, I just want to uh, welcome you, Monkey. I know it's been a busy season for you, bro. How are things going? What's the latest and greatest? And then we'll get right into it. Yeah, no, things are going well. And uh, man, I'm watching as we speak, I'm watching the Swift Air flights because, you know, I track flights uh, bringing illegals in just directly from our border straight into the heart of our country. So it's uh, it's a little bit uh, disturbing to watch the activity take place knowing that they are you know they're breaking the law and it's uh it's a sad thing as we watch our border just seems to crumble uh by the day uh, here in the United States yeah it it is uh absolutely reprehensible especially considering everything uh that has happened um now this is interesting a lot of people don't know this but on uh, Monday, so the same day that we did this recording, uh, I interviewed uh, Ido Netanyahu, who is Bibi Netanyahu's brother. Uh, the interview was an absolutely amazing interview. And we spent the majority of our time talking about a very interesting subject. And that subject is basically, if you think United States of America, you're immune from the effects of what's happening in Israel, well, then you've got something else coming. And uh, this has been a message that me and you have been kicking and screaming for a long time. The problem of Iran is real. And all of the things that are going around, uh, it's only a matter of time before we begin to see it culminate into its full effect. And its full effect is ugly. It's it's very, very ugly. Yeah, it really is. It'll be on a grand scale. Um, I I do believe that we'll see something happen here in the United States that'll that will uh, be exponentially larger than what we're we, we have seen and are seeing in Israel. I agree with you. Yeah, and and I'm going to tell you this, bro. It is, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's like nothing I've seen in a very, very long time. And it, it's it's like our it's like our leaders want to destroy our country, and then just the anti-Semitic bent that many of these leaders have um, is is just it's it's unbelievable. So here is the title of the report, and it it's mind-boggling. Okay, this was published a few days ago. And it says this, Pope Francis describes Israel's war on Hamas as genocidal terrorism. (laughs) I am mind boggled by that title. Let me read a few paragraphs of this because we'll go somewhere. We're going to discuss this. It says on Wednesday, the Pope met with families of hostages taken by Hamas. He also met with Palestinians whose relatives were security prisoners in Israeli jails or were in Gaza. No media representatives were present at the meetings, but members of the Palestinian delegation told the media that the Pope had described Israel's actions as genocide. Let me read what the Vatican spokesman said. This is his quote. He said, he used the terms he used during the general audience and regardless represent the terrible situation that Gaza is living. So in essence, 
This man, who is the representative of the Vatican, is basically saying he may have not used the term genocide, but in essence, he is condemning the things that are happening in Gaza, and he's not talking about what uh, Hamas is doing, right? Let me read the rest of this. It goes on to say, um, the Palestinian delegation insisted, nonetheless, that Pope Francis described Israel's military incursion as genocide. Now, after the meeting, the Pope made a speech in St. Peter's Square in which he said that he heard, quote, how both sides suffer, unquote, and how war between Israel and Hamas, quote, has transformed from war to terror. So he can deny the fact that he did not use the term genocide, but in essence, that's what he's basically saying. Let me read this next paragraph. At the speech, some people in the VIP seats wearing Palestinian scarves held up small posters showing bodies in a ditch and the word genocide written underneath. And this is the uh, quote uh, that, was, that, the, that the Pope made. Let me read this a little bit more. It says, this is what wars do, but here we have gone beyond wars. Okay, he goes on to say, this is not war, this is terrorism. Please let us go ahead with peace, pray for peace, pray a lot for peace. And he asked prayers so that both sides would, quote, resolve problems and not go ahead with passions that are killing everyone in the end. I'm appalled by the representations of the Pope. I, I'm going to let you, while I cool off after reading this, I'm going to let you address this, yeah. and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in, but I am absolutely appalled by this nonsense. Yeah, well, I mean, this this Pope has had a way with words for quite some time, and uh, it's not, it shouldn't surprise us that he's taken this approach to any of it. I mean, we've, we've laughed and said if, if he's not the false prophet, he's certainly put in his resume for being the false prophet, because he is he uh, definitely doesn't seem to be speaking on a Christian side of the of the coin. Uh, you know, anytime he speaks, he he's always got something to say that that is always questionable. You know, like the acceptance of homosexuals or whatever it may be. Now, I I don't know if he's said anything recently about that, but I'm just saying it's that type of stuff that he comes out with the rhetoric that he continues to just push out. It doesn't surprise me that he takes this approach. If you know the history of the Catholic Church and you understand the power or the the lust for power they've had for so many years, um, this is uh, you know they've they've it's why Vatican City is the wealthiest city in the world. I mean, they have uh, you know been collecting their bounties for quite some time, and so you know it's uh, he, you reap what you sow. That's all I can say. And this will end up coming back on him one hundred percent, as it always does. Yeah, and I think it's absolutely uh, insane. Um, I think that he needs to be careful what he actually calls terrorism, because if defending yourself is actually terrorism, then we've got bigger problems at hand. Uh, this pope is an unprincipled man. I think that he plays in the hands of what the globalists want yes. him to do. Yes. I think the spirit of Antichrist has completely overwhelmed him and taken control because he clearly does not acknowledge the true and living God, at least not with his speech or his actions. And quite frankly, what he says here is absolutely reprehensible and, dare I say, deeply anti-Semitic in nature. To be able to create an argument for moral equivalency with respect to the, you know, the atrocities committed by these brutal demonic acts of Hamas, uh, how in the world 
can he even do that? There is no real moral equivalency. And if you wanted to apply a principle of moral equivalency, well, then that would necessitate that the Jews treat the Palestinians at the same level that they just simply uh, uh, treated them. And this is absolutely crazy. This is terrible. And the actions of Hamas should be unequivocally, without condition, condemned, and the Israelis should be applauded, for lack of a better term. And I, I think that might be the strongest term I can find. They should be applauded for seeking to destroy Hamas and especially applauded when they complete their objective of doing so. And I think that right now the rhetoric that we're hearing is designed to uh, derail uh, what Israel uh, is doing. And make no mistake, if it was any other country in any other situation and any such attack even close to what happened with Israel's citizens would have taken place, nobody would have condemned that nation for carpet bombing whoever it was that did what they did. And I think this is the reward that Israel gets when they go out of their way, even sacrifice the lives of their young soldiers in order to try to spare these innocent lives that are being put on the line by Hamas and not by Israel. Uh, this, is, this is an atrocity, and it's disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting, and it, it just completely makes me sick. Yeah, I, you know— this this particular pope, um, he he seems to want to play politics or politician uh, more so than than uh, others. You know, I mean, it's I, I get that that the church does have a place in politics to a degree, right? Because God tells us that, right? That 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 we need to uh, adhere to our laws and our politicians, et cetera, right? But uh, at the same time, he um, you know he just crosses that line on a regular basis and tends to try to sway people to uh, that that globalist mindset to you know you can see he's pushing that globalist agenda in almost everything that he that everything that he says so you know I'm not surprised that he has said it because it's it you know my jaw was still on the ground from the last thing he said you know yeah and I and I agree with you and I think the last not just the last thing but the last several things that he has actually said uh, has been absolutely reprehensible on its face. And I have to say this, and I think it's a definitive statement. It is something that I fully agree with in this article. It's a quote that was uh, taken, and I think it's a very, very important quote, right? This is the American Jewish Committee uh, tweeted. Just look at this. Let me, read, let me read the last portion of this paragraph. This is amazing. The American Jewish Committee tweeted gratitude for the Pope's meeting with families of the hostages and calling for their release while also criticizing his other remarks and asking for clarification. I fully stand with the quote that they release here. This is the quote that they release. Ready? This is the quote. Hamas butchering and kidnapping of civilians is terrorism. Israel's self-defense is not. Vatican, please clarify. And I think that we all ought to demand that the Vatican actually clarify in something like this, because what kind of a cowardly statement would actually create this broken so-called moral equivalency to be able to make the assertion that somehow in some way Israel's defense of its citizens, right, from people who say their goal is to murder Americans and Jews, and not only to murder Americans and Jews, their whole goal, and they've made it very, very clear, is to put into effect what they did on the 7th again and again and again and again and again and again. Yeah. One of the leaders of Hamas actually said this. So to say that Israel seeking to destroy Hamas is an act of terrorism is absolutely reprehensible. Yeah, it really is. 
But uh, like I said, this this pope is always one that is is uh, always kind of pushed the envelope, so to speak. And so, you know, he's made comments about abortion and and comments about uh, you know transgender, and I mean, he's he has made a lot of comments that would indicate that he is really not taking the right approach. Uh, I mean, it says it all. Whenever you 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 have a person that's supposed to be kind of the the spokesman for Christianity, so to speak, right? I mean, that's how he's viewed by by Catholics, not by us. But uh, but he's nowhere to be found when it comes to the peace accords, right? And things that are being pushed to bring peace to the Middle East, other than making these inflammatory statements. So it 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 kind of just sums up where he is uh, with respect to you know the pecking order in in the world. Yeah, and and you know what, monkey. You're inspiring me right now with that statement to to delve this into a subject that I think is worthwhile discussing. And I think that this is more evidence of the fact that the spirit of Antichrist is alive and well with this pope. And when I say the spirit of Antichrist, I want to make myself very, very clear. Anti does not mean against. Anti means instead of. And I believe that the pope has done an absolutely fantastic job of assuming the position of God and removing God from the general and collective consciousness of the people that he claims to minister to. And it is, um, it's absolutely reprehensible. And I think that he is a great contender for the false prophet, because we know that whoever this, whoever this antichrist is going to be, whoever this antichrist is going to be, we have to make this very clear to people, right? Um, This guy and it's, it's critical that we understand this. This guy is not going to have any desire for anything religious. Having no regard for women is a reference to the fact that he has no desire to have any association with Christ or anything that's religious. It has nothing to do with homosexuality. Yeah. And the thing that's interesting about that, about that very thing, is that that's the purpose of the false prophet. The false prophet brings in the religious element of this, the religious aspect. He says, listen, uh, you know, this guy is the guy that we've been looking for. He's bringing that into play. Yeah. And by doing that, he's getting people to buy into this. And I think that the final Antichrist, when he comes, he's going to need somebody like this. And the Pope has yeah. already been rewriting biblical history. Yes. He's already been creating all of these uh, uh, different rules and thoughts and ideals, this new pact that he made on the Sinai and all of these other wicked globalist nonsense things that he's doing is is dark. It's super dark, and his hatred for Jews is, you know, sort of requisite with some of the history that we've seen within Catholicism. Yeah, it really is. I mean, you think about this. The rapture occurs. The Pope is still here, right? He's not going. There's no, no two way. ways about that. No way. Right? So he's still here. So then he tells people, oh, no, the rapture never happened, um, because if it did, I would be gone, because I am the leading authority on on uh, Catholicism. You know what I mean? He, so, I mean, look, some of the things that he has said, right? He was quoted as saying there is no hell, um, that uh, there true. is only the disappearance of sinful souls, okay? Yep. Um, but uh, he's had other controversial comments about uh, gays and civil union, uh, abortion, economic inequality, climate change. Why is, uh, you know, and he's, he talks a lot about the whole Mother Nature and Mother Earth and things like that, which is is not— uh, you know, that's worshiping not God, the creator of the earth. That's that's worshiping some other pagan, uh, you know, uh, it's it's just absolutely nuts. So this guy is definitely like I, like you and I have been saying, he's definitely on the short list for the uh, for the false prophet. No two ways about it. 
Oh, I agree. And I think that we have an obligation as believers to recognize this for what it is. You have to look at these occurrences and these events through the lens of what yeah. the Bible says is going to happen in the last day. And um, we're, we're watching this. We're seeing the impending judgment of, of the Lord coming. We know that there is a great rise in anti-Semitism. We watched the nation of Israel being reestablished or reborn, as we would call it, in 1948 um, to, to see a repatriation of a group of people whose collective nationalism, which by the way is not a bad word in this context, has brought them to a place of finding their ancestral homeland that was granted to them thousands of years before they were uh, um, you know, uh, disbanded basically and, and removed to be back where it is, is an absolute and total fulfillment of Bible prophecy. And what stands here is absolutely remarkable. We have never seen anything like this, Monkey. Mm -hmm. It's it's the, the world has changed so rapidly, and there are things that we're seeing in this world for the first time that we have never, ever seen. We've never seen this stuff. No, we have not. We certainly have not. Uh, some of the other things that this guy has been uh, uh, talking about were um, he says that the Quran and the Bible are, are one and the same, that they are the same. Oh. Uh, uh, he's He has said that... Um, uh, you don't have to believe in God to go to heaven. Uh, while there are some that say he did not say that, that was lost in translation. Um, he says that, in fact, listening and obeying it means deciding about what is perceived to be good or to be evil. The goodness or the wickedness of our behavior depends on this decision. Um, and says, first of all, if uh, you ask if God of the Christians forgives those who do not believe and do not seek faith, given that, and this is fundamental, God's mercy has no limits. If he who asks for mercy does not uh, or does so in uh, contrition and with a sincere heart, the issue for those who do not believe in God is in obeying their own con uh, conscience. Wow. So, yeah, wow. I mean, so in essence, what he did say was that you don't have to believe in God to go to heaven, that God can just forgive you and, and put mercy on you. I mean, God can do whatever he wants to do, but that's not what the Bible tells us. And so he's he's been caught out saying a lot of things that are very very uh, I mean, in my opinion, anti-Christian. You know, and probably your opinion too. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, very much in my opinion. Uh, it's not an opinion; it's a statement of fact. To be yeah. honest with you, yeah, uh, it's not something that's subjective. Uh, no. it, this is this is insane. It really is. But to make comments like that means that you think of yourself as being above it all. And uh, and that you you basically figured that you can just say whatever you want to say about the Bible in your own interpretation, and uh, which is uh, that's not that's exactly what we're not supposed to do. We're supposed to stick to the word. Otherwise, you are indeed a false prophet, right? So I'm 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 just very I'm just dumbfounded, brother. Yeah, I'm 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 like completely dumbfounded by that. And some of those examples that you brought up are very real, right? Yeah. This is not like some game that's being played here, right? Mm -hmm. This is this is this is like <laughs> I uh, you know, and you know what's even more insane to me? Maybe and uh, maybe I'm going to go there and I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to go there. I might as well just go there, right? Yeah. How is it that people within the church, the Catholic Church are allowing themselves to be brainwashed? by a guy so dark and evil. Well, you know, to that point, I mean, yeah, there are some clearly that do that uh, just take whatever he says and then they they just in, embrace it. But 
there are a lot of Catholics that push back. There are a lot of Catholics that don't like this particular Pope. But again, there's, there is a book that uh, when I was going through seminary school that had, uh, it was by a gentleman named Bruce Shelley. And um, it's called, I want to say it was uh, the history of the church in basic terms or something along those lines, but you can't miss it. If you go look that up and just hit, put in history of the church, you can grab it. But he goes into the details of the formation of the Catholic church all the way through to current day. And I got to tell you, uh, there are some very, very interesting things that uh, when you look at the history of the Catholic Church and the, and the way that they position themselves um, and, and the, uh, just the moves that they made, it's all about the money. It's all about power. And, um, and they control the narrative. And that's, that's the thing that you have to remember. And you're talking to somebody, I was Catholic before I was Baptist. And, and you know, so I know uh, the Catholic Church fairly well. So it's, uh, yeah. It's not so, man. Wow, that's that's unbelievable. And some of those things that you recalled, some of those things I even forgot. Yeah, uh, forgot that he said, and he he did. He said all of those things, and uh, it's remarkable. And many of those things, matter of fact, I don't think of, I can't think of a single thing that he actually recanted on. No, I think all of those things he's held to it, and he stuck to his view on those things. Yes, he has, and uh, and he's he's doubled down on a lot of that stuff, and he he basically. You know, if you go back all the way to the time that he came in, he's been saying things like that. And he's made some very uh, more controversial subjects than just those uh, things about Jesus, things about a, a lot of other other uh, aspects of uh, the Christian faith and the religion itself. And so it's uh, it's not good. And uh, there are a lot of Catholics out there, a lot. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people falling away. I mean, the, you know, the big scandal that took place with all of the the priests and and oh, yeah. you know the choir boys and things like that that have all been just shoved under the rug and that nobody talks about it's it's yep. all um you know it's out there and it hasn't gone away and and you know instead of cleaning house and setting policy to stop all of that um it just got pushed under the rug yeah you're not wrong monkey you are not wrong that is a absolutely correct assertion and I, I want to say this because I think it's a good closing thought uh, to come up with because it, it's it's kind of critical we leave on this. This is undoubtedly evidence that we are in the last days. The, the level by which people are running to this stuff is beyond uh, it's 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 beyond comprehension. Yeah. Um, uh, people have forsaken the true and living God. And we know that in the last days we would see this. We're looking at the increase in anti-Semitism. We're seeing the, the just the marked levels of the spirit of Antichrist being demonstrated in that people are calling themselves God with the advent of AI. And, you know, we've heard the Yuval Harari types and, and all of the stuff that's going on. And the Pope is one of the greatest facilitators of all of that nonsense. Yeah. And it's a, it's just astounding to me. It is. Monkey, we are out of time. I'm going to give you the last word, bro. Uh, heavy, heavy subject for today. But, you know, the one encouraging thing that I would say, and, I'm gonna, and then I'm going to give it to you, is that we know who wins. And, and I think that we have every reason to be excited because we know that Almighty God wins this thing for us. And that's an exciting thing. So I'll give you the last word, bro. Yeah, no, you're 100% correct on that one. We know the end, and, and we know that uh, that God wins, and, and that's what's important now. Uh, you know, I, the big takeaway for me is is just the sheer fact that it is faith over fear, and this is a time when we need to just be awake. We need to be praying for discernment and uh, given the eyes to see and the ears to hear so that we aren't misled 
uh, by false prophets that are out there in the world. There's a lot of it going on right now. And if, if you're not staying strong in the word, you can easily be pointed in the wrong direction. Man, monkey, so true. I could not agree with you more. You hit it right on the nose. It is absolutely, it all centers around your commitment to the word of God. The word of God is our guide and that's powerful stuff. Folks, we're out of time. Uh, I know that I speak on behalf of Monkey when I say that we hope that you have enjoyed watching this and listening to this as much as we've enjoyed making it. We love you so much. Uh, this is a very busy season for us both, but we do it with great joy, knowing and understanding that you will be blessed. We love you from the bottom of our hearts. We want to remind you that you are entering into one of the greatest seasons of the year. I think it's the greatest season of the year. Merry Christmas and have an absolutely blessed new year. I cannot believe we're approaching that time. God bless you all. You've been listening to Countdown to Eternity with Pastor James Cadiz and Monkey. Replay and share this informative episode by going to countdowntoeternity.com. Countdown the number two, eternity.com. James Cadiz is on YouTube as well. There you'll find the video version of Countdown to Eternity, as well as our daily prophecy updates. Pastor James goes live virtually every day of the week. We're pumping out short videos left and right, helping you stay informed with the very latest news and information relating to Bible prophecy. Just search for James Cadiz on YouTube, Rumble, and Instagram, and watch these videos live or on demand. Hey, are you a longtime listener or new to the program? We want to hear back from you. Send us your thoughts, questions, and prayer requests. You can email us through the website at countdowntoeternity.com. Countdown, the number two, eternity.com. And we'd also appreciate your support as you're able and God leads. Get behind what we're doing when you visit countdowntoeternity.com. And be listening each week at this time as the Countdown to Eternity continues. This program is brought to you by Calvary Chapel, Signal Hill.